A lewd Cholula stand basks in a Tabasco bath, a type of top tapatio topping. Uh, we're going to read some viewer mail today. How you feel about that? Viewer mail? Well, I was going to watch the NFC West Battle Major Playoff with the 49ers versus the Seahawks. But, oh my. <laughs> but yeah, I'd love to hear some viewer mail. No time for love, Dr. Jones. We got work to do tonight. No time to live your NFL dreams. It's okay. It's just my fantasy team that I've never picked out before. This is, uh, we got a, we got an email. You can send us email, tpwe.pod at gmail.com. Yeah. This is from Disney Dad, 1776. Subject line, unlistenable. I guess it seems like he doesn't like us. I mean, I haven't started reading the the body of the email yet, but guessing from that subject. I, I knew I was able of something. He says, your robot gimmick is cute. Oh, thank you. I don't know about gimmick. He's not really a gimmick so much as an actual. Yeah. We dragged that <laughs> fucking guy. We dragged him or her all the way from, we still haven't figured that out, all the way from uh, wherever. Was that Peru? Do we know what country we were I, in? I don't It was like a border there. Somewhere south of the equator. Yeah. Uh, in the jungle. Contested area. We dragged this robot here. We worked really hard. That was pretty tough. Your robot gimmick is cute, but it's absolutely ridiculous that you won't just decide if it's a he or a she. (laughs) I was just talking about that. (laughs) I wanted to give you guys a chance, but seeing the woke mind virus. (laughs) Oh, no, we got it. Is this Elon right (laughs) now? No, we're not a journalist. Hi, if you're listening. We kind of are. (laughs) Horrible ones. Seeing the woke mind virus dictate your podcast content is a bridge too far. Oh, no. Until you grow some balls, man up to the alphabet mafia, and stop acting like soy boy beta cowards. Oh, beta coward. Is that like, is there an alpha coward that's like better at being a coward than we are? Yeah. So does that mean we're brave? It's like, (laughs) it's like a double negative. Cancels, cancels, one cancels the other. Yeah. Beta coward. All right. Thanks for the compliment. Stop acting like soy boy beta cowards. You'll never be successful. Yours truly, a former listener. Wow. Wow, uh, Disney Dad, 1776. Yeah, we were going to light the fuse on the on the Castatron robot, but I don't even think we fucking need to. Let's do a podcast about this transphobic asshole and everyone like him. Yay! You agree, Castatron? If you agree, squirt me up some ketchup for this corn dog, buddy. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's on, baby. Today, Thursday, December 15th, 2022, Transphobia, Assist Dude's Guide, or This is the Problem with Everything, episode 235. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, we're here. Hey, uh, This is the Problem with Everything podcast. You can check us out every week here on Mm anchor.fm. It opens you up to all the different platforms that we're on, so check it out, The Problem with Everything podcast yes pump it in your doogle in your doogle and dump it in your google <laughs> yeah, yeah, pump yeah. it in your google and doogle and all that stuff yeah uh, type it into your internet machine 
You can follow us on Instagram so you know when a new episode drops every week, tpwe.pod, as yes. well as the archive on youtube.com slash the problem with everything podcast. Yeah, you're probably listening to this on some sort of podcast aggregation platform. Wow. Device, device. application. It's very divisive. Uh, whatever you're listening to it on, chances are you can subscribe to it Chances and then it'll just can. show up every week and you can go, oh yeah, those guys. Let me see what they're up to this week. Um, yeah, we're here this week. Uh, my name's Loki Sapfoot. I'm here every week, mostly. And uh, you can find me on the internet if you'd like to do that. Um, at Sapfoot on most of the shit. I may or may not use it anymore. I'm trying to migrate my brain away from social media because it's just awful. It's a good thing. And yeah, it doesn't seem to do much for me. Um, but. Maybe I'll talk to you on there. Uh, you can find links to all my shit on my link tree, linktr.ee slash sapfoot. Uh, I'm Holiday Rob. I do a uh, video game stream every week on my Twitch. Rob's not playing. Twitch.tv slash Holiday Rob. You can check me out on Patreon, TikTok, and not on Twitter at not Holiday Rob. Uh, yeah. That's, I think those are the big ones. I can't think of if there's anything else right now. Big ones. But, uh, yeah. yeah, there's Rob's Not Playing Archive on YouTube as well as just my media icons, stuff that I do myself, video-wise. Well, speaking of big ones, we're talking about gender issues this week. Oh, no. <laughs> that would have been another good title, Gender Issues. Big ones. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, transphobia, don't do it. If you're doing it, well, just fucking stop it, bro. Transphobia and the great beyond. Don't be an asshole. Don't be, don't be afraid. Be not afraid, nor violence. Fear begets anger. Anger begets violence. Fear is the mind killer. That's right. I was trying to do a Yoda thing, but... Oh, it's more of a Dune thing. <laughs> Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to violence. Dune is better than Star Wars. Well, yeah. Even I mean, though I think the dude that wrote Dune, I probably don't agree with his politics from what I hear. Yeah. But anyway. You uh, might have with that. I mean, it's supposed to be an allegory about the Middle East and Western countries abusing it. Yeah, but I don't know. Oh, is he a fanatic? I think he's, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I can't speak on it. I yeah, just, okay. someone told me not to look into his politics. Uh, Frank Herbert. I haven't. Yeah, Frank Herbert. That's his name. Uh, but I do like Dune. And I did like the movie. And I'm going to see the next one. I can't wait. It's coming soon. May? Is it? It's a month earlier. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, bro. I'm excited. All right. Well, let's get into this shit. Before we do that, you want to get ripped from the headlines? Let's get ripped from the headlines. What do you got? Lay oh, it on me, man. bro. Uh, Ralph Norman. Who dat? Uh, he's a Republican gross he uh urged trump to declare marshall m-a-r-s-h-a-l-l <laughs> law uh republican uh, the headline's great republican urged urged trump trump to declare marshall you know where you get your uh marshals where you get your uh, clothes and stuff is that where eminem is in charge of the government <laughs> marshall law. law only regrets misspelling which in my book if you can't fucking spell it you don't get to fucking ask for it because <laughs> you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Marshall, which should be spelled M-A-R-T-I-A-L. Yeah, like like the martial arts, you know, Marshall. Yeah. He's a Ralph Norman of, of South Carolina. He was saying this to Mark Me Meadows. 
Uh, this was a text message. This was revealed by the January 6th committee. Or an email or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember what it was, but uh, it was definitely with, within written in written form. Yeah, so. these dudes can't even. They're they're over here with their. We invented Western civilization, and they don't. They can't even get their own fucking grammar right. Can't, can't even, even spell correctly. Spell their own words. Um, fucking anyway. Kanye out here going Deathcon three on the Jews. <laughs> First of all, the lower the Deathcon is, the more Dangerous, severe one. Yeah. Uh, and then on top anyway. of that, this is just about how close we are to midnight as far as like a nuclear war goes. Not like. Uh, yeah, he has no idea what the fuck he's talking about. Trump announced NFTs today. Is that what happened? Did he? I don't know. I, I, I missed, saw I that him. he was going to make a big announcement. <laughs> and then I saw like the poorly photoshopped shit with him as like a sheriff or whatever. And then him as like a superhero. I missed out on all this. I don't know what and, I was and doing. And I think it's an NFT thing, but I didn't really <laughs> like get confirmation. Uh, <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> All right. No fucking titles. NFTs. What is it supposed to stand for? I don't know. I don't even remember. Non-fungible token. Oh, yeah. My tokens are getting funged, Jerry. <laughs> They're getting funged. <laughs> My tokens are getting funged. <laughs> George is getting very upset. <laughs> George is getting upset. Oh my god. Funge the shit out of your tokens, girl. <laughs> hey girl, are you a school in America? Because I want to shoot kids inside you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Westworld, which got unceremoniously axed an HBO Max original movie or TV show, mm-hmm. uh, which was a very big hit at first. And then slowly over the seasons from third season on, basically it's been in decline, but was this a pandemic casualty? Uh, par- par- probably partially, but it's been, it's part of a bigger problem with what's happened with Warner brothers. So Warner brothers, uh, in 2019, I believe was bought by AT&T. And so AT&T CEO, Thought he could run Warner Brothers the way he's run AT&T. His name was Stanky. Yeah. Yeah. Stanky. It's perfect. And um, so he got rid of a lot of the people that were, you know, longtime employees, producers of things working there, um, executives. Tried to streamline it. Started throwing money like crazy at HBO Max. That's, that's when HBO Max came around. And so they were like, well, we're going to start releasing movies here instead of in the theater at the same time, you know, uh, upsetting uh, something that had been normalized, which was exclusive theater first and then released on streaming later. Uh, and basically just burned money like it was something to be set on fire, on fire, like a dream to keep the house warm or some shit. I mean, and it's kind of based and so, down with burning money. And so... Uh, it left them in a bad place, though, when they decided to pull out because they weren't turning any profit. They were trying to go up against Disney as well in this whole thing. So they fuck everything up because this idiot doesn't hasn't worked at a network before. Doesn't he's not Hollywood. That's basically what happened: is a non CEO, a non Hollywood CEO came in, thought he could run an entertainment company the way he runs AT and T, and then just fuck them up. 
which is where Discovery came in, which is why Discovery has been slashing the shit out of everything. Now, Discovery may have ideological views on what they want to keep and what they don't want to keep, but for the most part, they've been trying to like clean house in so that they don't completely bleed out and have to sell off to somebody else, either HBO itself, like Warner Brothers, or their whole endeavor, Discovery, HBO, Warner Brothers. Uh, so Westworld was one that was like a really big hit at first and it's kind of declined over time. But to some degree, you would think that there might be a little bit of grace of being like, well, we'll offer you however many episodes to finish out the thing. Well, it's worse than that. They're going to not only cancel Westworld, but, and, and several of other, uh, a couple other shows like the Nevers, which was canceled halfway through its first season. Uh, they're going to pull them from their catalog so that uh, people who get residuals from the streams oh. won't actually be able to make any money. Wow. So, like, they're doing kind of okay things, like where they're offering the HBO service through, like, Hulu or, like, Amazon through, like, a third party, because that got cut out. Like, I remember when that happened, I had HBO uh, through Amazon. And they're like, no, you got to get on Max now if you want to see any of the HBO stuff. Exclusive. We're, we're going all in on our platform. They went all in on their platform and lost like billion dollar revenue streams. <laughs> so they weren't making any money. So, uh, yeah, unfortunately, they're going to go ahead and really the, you know, the, the working class portion of the of artists and actors, you know, who make their money off of, you know, make some supplementary income off of residuals are going to get totally dicked over by this move. So uh, that's a headline Westworld. The nevers to be pulled from HBO max. Shitty. And, uh, and you can check that out on variety.com. If you want to read more, no more, but I give you the cliffs notes on what was a very long read learning about all this shit. All it the was... headlines are always shitty ones. <laughs> Sorry. I don't, I don't have any, it's not, fun. not your fault. I don't have any fun ones lately. That's how it is. That's, like uh, it's the world's fault. <laughs> we didn't get any update on the basketball players yet, or the coaches, or anything like that. But that was that was definitely hitting pretty pretty hard. Oh yeah, the yeah, the saga of the shooting at UNM. I guess if you want a good a happy headline, I did read that uh, no English. Let's see, there was an English soccer game at the World Cup, and none of the English fans were arrested. Really? Well, there's no alcohol. <laughs> oh, I forgot because it's in Qatar. Qatar. Qatar? Qatar. Qatar? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know how to say pronounce it. it. No disrespect. Yeah, we just we're stupid Americans. Um. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get into the meat. Let's jump in. The meat of the sode. Let's do this. familiar with the term heteronormative i am do you want to explain what it is for the listener who might not be how heterosexual people are considered the the uh what is it like the mean the median (laughs) the 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 norm the normal yeah i mean it's right there in the in the uh, term i guess heteronormative but like the term didn't really exist anywhere I mean, even in America until the 1920s when it became into somewhat bigger popularity. Um, So the first years of the 20th century, heterosexual and homosexual were still obscure medical terms, not yet standard English. 
in the first 1901 edition of the H volume of Comprehensive Oxford English Dictionary, heterosexual and homosexual had not yet made it. Neither had heterosexuality yet attained the status of normal. In 1901, Dorland's Medical Dictionary, published in Philadelphia, continued to find heterosexuality as abnormal or perverted appetite towards the opposite sex. Dorland's homo- Dorland's heterosexuality, a new appetite, was clearly identified with an opposite opposite sex hunger, but the craving was identified, or was still aberrant, ab- abhorrent, aberrant. So, I mean, devil's advocate, right? It is normal in that it's the vast majority of people are heterosexual and cisgender, right? Uh, I don't think it's like so much normal as there's like a... Maybe normal is the wrong word because it implies better than... I mean, know. clearly it wasn't because the term itself hadn't really come into fruition. They really hadn't started hammering it home until the 1950s of what heterosexuality is. That doesn't mean that people weren't right. getting in trouble for homosexual behavior, obviously. But to some degree, outside of Western cultures, there, and even within Western cultures, it wasn't as stringent, you know? Like, I think, to some degree, you know, men could be, I don't want to say intimate, but at least physically close without it feeling like any lines were necessarily being crossed. It wasn't weird. You could have your Samwise and Frodo moments and right. nobody was giggling. Sure, yeah. Um, I, as I understand it, in India, men hold hands walking down the street just out of friendship. You know? Yeah. It's like, you know, just regular stuff. You just hold hands with your buddy. Just hold hands with your friendos. Yeah. Seems a little weird to me, but I'm not from there. <laughs> I'm, I'm used to the heteronormative way that we do things here. <laughs> so. But the interesting thing about establishing it as such is that it almost elevates it, its status within culture. So anything outside of the norm kind of gets second cast, second classed, and pushed yeah. from the... Uh, and that's a different thing than just saying from the mainstream um, that it's the norm. Cause that's just, you know, it's like fact, like most, like I said, most people, most people would identify probably as, yeah, yeah. right. As uh, cisgender and heterosexual, heterosexual, um, especially, well, yeah, but, but, and that doesn't make it better or worse. It's just the majority of people are right. that yeah. but when you say normal in our societal connotations that implies that abnormal is off or wrong or bad or lesser than. So Dr. Kinsey would also probably disagree with you and say, it's neither just one or the other. There's like a, there's the whole spectrum. You're on a scale of how either, you know, hetero or homo you are. I would agree with that. Which, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess so too. I feel like I'm embarrassingly straight. Yeah. <laughs> like so straight. I don't even want to see a wiener. <laughs> I'll, I mean, I'll see one. I don't want to touch one. <laughs> well, I definitely don't want to touch one. I, will I barely even a... like to touch my own. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like doing that. I, if it's for a medical reason, you know, like yeah. if you got bit on the dick by the snake and I had to like, you know, whatever, or like stung by a wasp and you needed me to pull the thing out. With tweezers, oh, yeah. No, it's, 
I'd help you, you know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't suck, enjoy it. Suck any poison from it, but uh. I, I don't think that's a real thing. Like <laughs> the, the poison sucking. I think that's just like a thing for maybe it is a real thing. But I would do it if you needed it. I would do it. Wow, that's a real man right there. I uh, I am on the other hand just a soy boy beta cuck. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> afraid of wieners? Isn't that? I'm confused. <laughs> but oh, wait, no, I'm so uber masculine. Yeah, you're you're yeah. an alpha. I actually just punch wieners if I see them, even yeah. on TV. Afraid is the wrong word. <laughs> uh, enraged is the yeah, yeah, yeah enraged at engorged things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, yes. you were going to make a point. I feel was like I? I, I, don't know. Know. I think I made it. I think whatever <laughs> whatever I was going to say, I think I said. Oh it. man! Uh, by 1924, the heterosexuality had made it uh, its debut in Merriam-Webster's authoritative New International Dictionary. Uh, funny enough, homosexuality had debuted 14 years earlier in 1909. <laughs> it had debuted. Uh, <laughs> There's uh, a new way to fuck. Defined Turns as out you can fuck boys. Check it out. <laughs> defined as a, a medical term meaning morbid sexual passion for one of the same sex. Morbid. Yeah. It's making it sound cooler than it is. The Not all gay sex is cool and goth like that, you know? <laughs> morbid. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing, darling? We're playing. We're having sex in a coffin. It's Gomez and Morticia, not Gomez and Gomez. It's yeah. in the Bible. The Although I'm Bible. sure if Morticia and Morticia showed up, everybody would lose their minds. Yeah, I'm, co I'm cool with whatever. <laughs> uh, that's just me. Um, yeah, I, I just, I, I find it funny that so much of what is talked about as traditional and has always been and things like that are all concepts that are like very very new you know barely over 100 years old in some cases and uh well the need to define it or the the compulsion to define it is that old so, yeah but that, so what was the deal before that that you that it was just fine that they were just living among us the transes and the gazes well like they didn't bother you you didn't bother them right. for the most part from what i can kind of Garner. Now that obviously that isn't true across the board. There was less enforcement. So if you killed somebody for some reason, why would they even count that as a thing? You know, like why would that even be like if uh, part of why hate crime legislature would be important is just to have a documented record of crimes that are enacted either with or primarily that in mind against somebody. Whereas in be, you know in the before times, a murder is just a murder. You know, and sure. the reason why is not. But it's not like uh, homophobia and thinking that trans people are icky was <laughs> was new in the early 1900s when these phrases were first getting defined, right? I mean, like, people were, were still assholes, were still homophobic dickheads before that. I think, right? That's, I think, I think, to some degree, I think there might have been. I mean, maybe this is just libertarian myth making in my mind, but like maybe just some. Um, if it doesn't affect me, I don't have to worry about it too much, you know? Cause, I don't know. Cause I feel like, like the church and shit in Europe was pretty homophobic. Well, they, they definitely were. And obviously, so as were the Puritans, you know, I mean, that yeah. was, that's, and I think that's why when they're even just trying to define sexual terms that it already comes from a place of like, well, this is obviously perverse. Heterosexuality is clearly perverse right. wantonness of you know the opposite sex and homosexuality is clearly morbid morbidly <laughs> morbid interest within you know and and 
kind of trying to play it off as if it's not uh, in any way how a person is, how they show up to the party, how they're, you know, brought into the universe. Well, I think because that's like when like Freud and Jung and shit, I was like in like the 20s, right? Do yeah. I have my timeline right? Yeah, this is it's called the modern age of, phil- of um, psychology. psychology. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense that they were starting to define these terms because at that point, you know, homosexuality was considered uh, a psychological just, defect. Or just what like, the Greeks did. No, I mean, <laughs> it, it's what they were this as uh, medically they were saying it's like a defect oh, so right, it's yeah. the the phrases being uh, uh defined like we're saying i think was a result of uh just science starting to define shit like that yeah whereas before it was like oh yeah it's just icky weirdos like they didn't have a name for it they yeah. couldn't systematically go after it as efficiently back in the day maybe well well, what's funny is that it seemed like quite a few cowboys. There was a lot of, a lot of. I saw uh, that movie. Homosexuality among among those cowboys out there on the open range. There's a Willie Nelson song that I think we featured when we did the Bat Wings for Lab Rats podcast way back in the day. A million uh, years ago. About gay cowboys. Uh, it's like cowboys are often fondly or secretly fond of each other. I don't know if that's how it goes. Something like that. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, so, I, I mean, there's some history there that... It's everywhere. Anywhere people are, there's going to be dudes that like dicks. Like, Yeah, enough to... It's just a normal thing. A certain to, popula- se- section of the population. Interact, yeah. Yeah, and you never know, man. You might be on a, you might be on a ship lost at sea, bored... Still surviving, not having to worry about survival. So you're just like, uh, new hand, sure, why not? Right, wormholes. I mean, holes is holes. Yeah, like the you know prison when you're locked up and you got no one else to turn to. Gay for the stay, as they call it. And maybe, maybe, maybe you're just like I'm. I, I could die in here. <laughs> How do I know I don't like French food if I've never been to France? <laughs> These, yeah, these things are a spectrum. I, uh, yeah. Um, but outside of that, plenty of people who are just like, hey, so I knew I was gay when I was a kid, the same way I knew I was straight when I was a kid, you know? And, uh, and that kind of, uh, has been more tough over the years with the specter of purit- pur- puritanical bullshit and uh, and uh, 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 homophobia and things like that to try and deal with the idea of um, yeah. somebody being born into a gender that they did not choose or when that I, they did not feel a part of. When I was a kid, I didn't have to know I was straight. You know what I mean? I happened to be and it just happened to fit right in with the heteronormative society. So it worked out for me, Yeah. but like I didn't have to think about it, you know, Yeah. like I didn't have to consider it. Even worse is I just, I wonder how much of an influence other forces were on my straightness. Not to say that like I've ever had any interest in guys so much so as like, um, I don't know. Sometimes people can grow up in a hypersexualized environment, you know, and not even be aware of it as children. And then be like, uh, like Picasso grew up in a, uh, 
um, like a not a harem, but a brothel. A brothel, yeah, basically. And uh, Richard Pryor did. And too. so that I think that affected his psychology quite a bit in in a lot of ways. I mean, I don't know as far as like on the you know on the spectrum of gear straight where he was but he was definitely dating teenagers and like one of them committed suicide over him after his death and stuff like that so psychologically <laughs> interesting <laughs> um neither here nor there though uh what i try and understand with the transphobia is kind of like are the roots kind of lodged within popular culture to some degree, you know? And, uh, I guess before we get any further, go ahead. I feel like in the same way that you're saying, like the, in the you know early, uh, nine or the early 20th century, 1900s, that they were defining, uh, gayness in order to persecute it. Pretty much. It seems like that's what they're doing now with, the trans like yeah no one knew what trans was you know like transvestite was a word but right. like trans like transsexual that wasn't well we're gonna define these in a minute but yeah right no one knew like i feel like until it became a thing to attack like it wasn't on anyone's radar it's just like there's people that are like that they're different i'm not thinking about them well so in in, in different cultures throughout the world um the norms are either in some cases somewhat more severe, but usually a lot more lax uh, as far as like what is a gender, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so the one that, you know, everybody loves to confuse is, you know, I'm sure we've talked about it on here before, but there's biology, which is sexes. And even that isn't super clearly defined with the, existence of intersex people despite whatever uh, transphobes want to use as their very small section of the population um, <clears throat> so they always try and they always try and offer that up they're like well they're like less than a percentage bro intersex people are less than a percent so they still so exist the fuck what? I mean <laughs> are you making that choice are they making that choice or is or is biology making that choice but so there is sex that is biology and then there is gender which is part of whatever your culture's norms is which is what i'm kind of really trying to dig at is that culturally there was nothing necessarily defined there may be things defined puritanically within the american uh originalists if you will the european american uh united states influence or whatever because that's what we're primarily talking about we can't speak for like other countries i can't speak for you know we're talking about our shitty culture here yeah yeah and how it and how it came to be and what you know um so without having all these things yeah there's things that you don't like there's i mean uh nancy boys goes back to you know the mid mid to early 1800s i think as far as like a the term a, nancy the, boy yeah the Wait, term do we say that, that uh, seems disrespectful <laughs> well that's i mean that's you know or, or what was another one the she he's um those, yeah, those, he she he she's uh, those all go back to you know uh, uh mid uh, uh 19th century slang and terminology i used to work at a gym and uh i had this guy he was this like 55 year old uh, paul blart looking ass guy that would wear <laughs> like a 
a bandana with like Bible verses on it. Ooh. And he would, uh, he was training to, he was going to become a state cop. Ooh. And he was a big, big old fat dude, Mike Ditka looking ass. <laughs> it's like, I don't think you're going to make it, bro, but maybe they've relaxed their standards. Anyway, one time he came up to me. <laughs> he's like, um, can I bring my, uh, my grandson in here? I'm worried he's going to be a little femme. Oh my god! So I want to start him working out early so we can avoid that. And I was just <laughs> at a loss; like I had no idea what to say to this asshole. I, I wish I would have said "fuck you," let him be a person. What the fuck are you doing? Like but I didn't say that. I, I would have been like, "You don't think spending time with dudes in the shower naked or uh, while they're sweating and huffing and puffing together is going to make him less femme somehow?" <laughs> Because right. <laughs> I'm just talking about it. And I'm starting to get turned on, and I hate that shit. I think that God that wrote all over your hat has uh, has already made the choice, buddy. I don't think you can change it at this point. <laughs> the illusion of free will. Um. So yeah, let's. So sex and gender; those are the differences. Gender's cultural. It's expressive. It's with you know. It's it's within whatever the the ideas of your culture are a part of. Okay. And I think in the U.S. they were pretty undefined, and in any situations where other people existed, they were unbothered. If you're not being bothered by it, why care, you know? And of course, people who hate things during that time, I mean, we had 10 million enslaved Africans uh, <laughs> in and around this, or as part of the slave trade, but definitely in the Americas. Um not so, according to the textbooks in Florida, my friend. <laughs> so the people that were here before definitely had other ideas. Uh, people in Polynesia have different ideas uh, throughout the world of, of what gender is and how many there can be as opposed to this idea of just there's only two. There's only two, goddammit. It's binary. There's nothing else in between. And it's like I get let's I mean I have said this in so many words already but it's like I get that that's mostly the case, right? Sure. Like most of us fall broadly into one of these two categories. If you don't, who gives a shit? Does it hurt you, asshole? Like why do you why does it bother you? Yeah. Right? That's my I mean I don't I don't, I don't think there's only two, but No, I don't um, either, but I'm saying for most of us, we fall into one of the two broadly, I typically. Think, I think for most of us, we've been forced to have to do that. I don't think, I mean, sure. in places, in places, in other countries that don't have this kind of like viewpoint, they don't, yeah. they don't have, they're, they're, nobody normally falls into whatever. They're just whatever they are. Sure. Uh, yeah. So, so transvestite. Uh-huh. Uh, comes has the Latin root vestire, which has to do with dress or clothes of the opposite. Okay. So it's really just a outer, nothing to do so with. So that's just clothing. Yeah, just an expressive. Purely has nothing to do thing. with gender at all. It has just, nothing to do with de- gender. You would you would have said the term transsexual, um, and it's outdated. It's not you know like some people will accept it or refer to themselves as that. And you can refer to them as that. Transvestite is yeah. outdated? Uh, no, no, transsexual. Oh. No, transvestite is still, I mean, with the advent of a, of a um, uh, drag show, 
things happening and also trying to be stopped because they're grooming children. Uh, Suddenly. That's what I'm saying. All of, all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden there's been children. drag shows for fucking ever. What is the Catholic church? If not one giant drag show, I mean, come on. <laughs> since, since ancient Greece, when women weren't allowed to be actors, there have been drag shows. Like what is the problem? And even, and even within Grecian stories, there's uh transvestitism where somebody wears different clothes for, you know, purposes of usually comical proportions, but I think, I think the the issue starts to arise when, um, within story, even Mrs. Doubtfire using <laughs> using, you know, uh, the opposite sex clothing to uh, for nefarious deeds to lie to you know. Is, is that what it is? Is that why the chuds are mad? Because they accidentally got a boner when they watched fucking uh, <laughs> RuPaul or whatever. Like they were watching RuPaul on VH1 and they're like, oh, that chick's hot. Oh my God. I got tricked. Is that the problem? Is that why they're mad? Is I, that well, what it is? I, I think that's, I think that's part of Like psychologically, if you think about it, like the world's changing always, but like that your idea of attraction may be purely based on something that, you know, isn't real <laughs> you know like even even if you take like a woman and fem her up a bunch with makeup and clothes and hair and dyes and everything you know mm-hmm. and then you know this hyper i mean that's just a drag queen with a vagina right that's what that is <laughs> this hyper feminized you know idea of 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 what a woman should be yeah and then and then you put that on a man put that on somebody who biologically doesn't fit with who you think it should fit with then yeah that's going to shake your foundational beliefs about like what you what you are how you define yourself what you uh uh uh, think you uh how you operate and things like that yeah it's classic like magical shit like when you you know you do mushrooms and you you realize uh hate and love are the same thing it's a spectrum man it's like gender is the same way it's like one and zero but yeah. when you combine it's a magical psychedelic experience <laughs> but I think they also just have these like real based not based base basic ideas of what women and femininity are you know yeah. they're all uh uh you know, the one that always seems to survive, although people don't say it anymore, is that hard-bodied blonde from the 1980s trope. Yeah. You know, always those guys in Wall Street doing too much too much coke, and like, I just need, like, a hard-bodied blonde man. Yeah. You know, and you're just like, oh, that's weird and gross, okay? And they want him to be, like, petite, you know, almost, dare I say, childlike in some ways, but also voluptuous, you know, like this weird... Uh, uh, Lolita horror type view and having to ever listen to any of these people. I mean, if you've ever been like on any site uh, with explicit content, even if it's not, I've never been disgusting. The comment sections are the most psychologically revealing area that I have ever there's Seen. comments what, like on like Pornhub. <laughs> yes. There's comments. They're so weird. I've never even, I'm going to have to look into this. <laughs> they, they, they like one, okay, not even on like Pornhub, just say like on Instagram, you okay. know, and a girl's doing like maybe a thirst trap or something. Like just lewd for, shit. Just for fun. Yeah. You yeah. know, and like the, the account 
may not even be the girl herself, maybe owned by someone else, maybe a guy who likes to post these kind of things or whatever. These guys will leave comments as if they're speaking to the person oh, yeah. they're looking at, I've you know, on, yeah. on, there's that leap of logic, but then there's the guys who love to describe everything they'd like to do to the person. Ugh. And that's always just like the most stomach turning, like, again, very psychologically revealing stuff about how these men, um, like view women, what they think about them, how they're, you know, and so if it's like a real person, like a real woman who, or, uh, you know, female girl, whatever, posting these things and like guys are leaving these comments, they're reading them. They're seeing them probably for the most part. And so they're kind of already having their idea tainted about like, uh, (laughs) <laughs> what interactions with males, you know, I can't even imagine are going to be like, but, um, all that, all that to say that like, uh, what you get painted is a picture of the lack of respect the, the, this weird, um, internalized hatred about femininity and anything feminine and, and women and female, you know, mm-hmm. human in general. And, uh, and so then that becomes the starting point for even hating something more such as, cause it's never about, uh, uh, trans men. It's always about trans women. And so wait, let's be, before we get there. So transsexual, you could kind of, uh, think of, uh, more in terms of like someone, you know, uh, another dated term and probably wrong term, uh, post-op as they would say. Uh, I didn't know transsexual was an outdated term. What yeah, that 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 one's kind of new. That, that that again, that's not to say that some people won't refer to themselves as or yeah. use the word, well, and be comfortable with it. I know that the abbreviation tranny is outdated. Yeah, because that's, that's considered like pejorative, pejorative and derogative. Yeah, but it's short for transsexual, which I didn't know that transsexual was going that way. Well, too, it could be but. that or transvestite. Either one. I mean, okay. the the idea that any man would give up his status in that so he could portray himself as a weak second-class female yeah the lesser the other (laughs) we have to come up with a derisive term in order to in order to dole that out against them and so transgender uh right that's that bit sorry but that betrays the whole thing right that it's bad to dress up as a woman because you're you're giving away your power meaning that man is better than woman already established it's implied yeah. in hating the same way that yeah. heteronormative says that hetero cis is right. the, the normal equals better top right. top echelon of the caste system so for example a trans man had female genitalia was assigned female at birth but identifies as a male human mm-hmm. um in fact, for transgender, there is ne- not necessarily any need to have gender-affirming medical procedures. So a transgender person could still be outwardly appearing as whatever gender they were born into, you know, signed at birth, uh, but that may not necessarily apply to. Yeah, and I or, th- uh, if I if you think about it long and long and hard enough, <laughs> uh, I feel like you end up realizing that we're all. Uh, just sort of non-binary to some degree, right? Yeah, it's yeah, that's what we've been. I mean, we we kind of joked but. about that last week when I was like, "Yeah, I've been a uh, stop on the on the uh, train to Gaysville uh, for yeah. a couple of women." And so I think it's it a, you know uh, to my hairlessness, I'll attribute it to that. Right, right, right. You know, like uh, I can't grow a big beard. I can't be a fucking. I can't look like a Viking. I can't not. 
<laughs> but I'm just saying like on the spectrum of like masculinity and maleness within the constricted confines of the U.S. definitions, I'll never be a man. So am I more of a man than you oh, biologically yeah. Oh, yeah. speaking yeah. Be- just because hair grows out of my face? You've got big dick testosterone where I've got like uh, medium uh, beta male Jenny. Just because of the facial hair, huh? Energy, yeah. Huh. yeah. That already knocks me down like a... Cool. Cool. So I'm better than you. And then I don't I've, even know. That's awesome. And then I've got that ethnic card, which already like <laughs> knocks me down a little bit more. <laughs> well, I, I, uh, I'm like wild card with that. I can, uh, I got the mixed race. I can like, you never slip. know. You never know what team I'm on. <laughs> slip, I'm on. slip in and double out. agent. <laughs> what did I call it? Uh, ethnically, eth- ethnically ambiguous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so real quick, I just wanted to do kind of breaking the the um well let me see let me make sure i got everything i wanted out of those uh yeah so those are the terms as they are transvestite transsexual transgender transsexual outdated um i kind of just wanted to go through this really cool little quick list of non non non-binary gender identities. how would you currently explain uh if if trans is outdated as terminology trans isn't transsexual you mean Oh, you, oh, okay. So no, I didn't understand. That's okay. No, tranny is out. Transsexual oh, is, very is, is in the doorway. Trans is short okay. for transgender. And oh, tra- and okay. Trans, and transgender so is just kind of the catch-all term for... Transgender versus transsexual. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. I understand now. And, right. and you wouldn't say, hey, they're a transsexual. You would say, they are transsexual. Trans, right. Or they are a transsexual whatever they're expressing as male, female. And the reason that transsexual is probably on its way out is because it's confusing because it implies biological sex, whereas gender doesn't. So when you say transgender, it's more fluid and can be applied to mean more different viewpoints. Right. For example, within the transgender community, you can have non-binary, which is neither here nor there. Neither neither the males nor the females. Okay. Sorry, I just had to clarify that. I understand now. And so what's crazy about that is, like, none of these ideas are new, as as we've been saying. Like, none of these are are new. There is this, uh, uh, in traditional Samoan culture, fa'a-fa, Enes or Fatamas, uh, which are both basically just gender fluid male and females. Um, uh, they are accepted into Samoan culture. Their roles move fluidly between traditional male and female. Um, while they're assigned whatever at birth, uh, once once they get to be older. Uh, gender roles, even sexual desire, shaped to society, which means gender identity is often hugely shaped by culture. Being a, a woman in Samoa is quite different from being a woman in Western society, um, but that doesn't mean necessarily that you have to follow any of those rules. Should you be uh, any any within what we would call gender fluid? Right. So it's yeah, it's still. Uh and so in Samoan culture, gender identity is as simple as it gets. If you say if you say and feel you are neither fem- male or female and that you fluctuate between both genders, this simply will be accepted by society, which is a social norm that the rest of the world could really learn, fl- learn from. Why, why isn't it just the norm that it would be accepted? Like, wh- what is the hang-up? I guess just our puritanical, all the church shit. 
Uh, well, I think it's the puritanical. Okay, well, let's get to that. Let's get to that because I, 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 this was because what's the problem? Like, I think why I think, be offended? I think why it's, be bothered? I think it's partially a portrayal in in popular culture. I mean, what what is the earliest film that you can think of where a man was dressing as a woman and was considered a deviant societally or otherwise? Uh, like Tootsie. Tootsie. So that's Dustin like seventies. What? How do you feel about Psycho? Um, I've only seen that once and I don't really remember it. I think I was like wasted when I saw it. <laughs> so though not featuring a transgender character, this Alfred Hitchcock directed picture employed a cross-dressing killer trope starring Anthony Perkins. He wore, he wore his mom's clothing. Is that? Yeah. So he had this weird complex about his mother right. and they actually, uh, ex- try to explain it in the end. I wish we had the audio drop for that, but like. It's this weird, you know, uh, where he didn't know if he was his mother or not. And he would dress as his mother and become his mother, uh, not to, not for any, uh, sexual reason to kill these women, but uh, purely, you know, uh, as his mother trying to uh, homicidal or, you know, be, be homicidal or whatever. But you have that in conjunction with what broke, I think pretty close to that, which was Ed Gain. Ed Gein, Ed Gein, Ed Gein. Yeah, I'm not sure. How uh, Wisconsin serial killer uh, who made himself chairs out of, uh, like, out of human skin. Nailed, Lam- nailed tits to walls. Lamb shade, shades made out of a woman's face. Yeah, he was yeah. a real, real Gem, psycho. Real peach. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so I think you have those kind of like, well, being you know being born a man specifically in these cases and wanting to portray yourself as a woman is already outside of normal like that's that's already abnormal behavior so wanting to kill women and make a skin suit out of their bodies that totally aligns because that's just those are those are both abnormal you know right that's Um, a, a false association that was uh implanted culturally Foist, in people's minds foisted you know and, and and to some degree um you know dressing uh in women's clothing was like a joke like you think of something like uh uh some like it hot the movie with jack lemon and uh curtis um what's his name i don't uh, know uh, anthony curtis mm. uh jamie lee curtis's dad you think mm. you think about that movie. It's about two guys who witness the St. Valentine's Day murders, uh, killings, and they decide to dress as women and join a jazz band of women who are touring the country in a train. And so they. It's it's also with uh, Marilyn Monroe. Movie with Marilyn Monroe, and um, the whole time they're trying to get with Marilyn Monroe's character, while hiding out as women. You know. And, uh, I mean, it's played, for, it's a great movie played for laughs. Wonderful. But it's like every, oh my God, they're going to sexually assault me in the bathroom. Men just want to be able to wear dresses so they can go into the women's bathroom and you know, oh yeah, right. hurt children. It's that like, right there it's played for laughs there. It's like not even thought of. And even at the end, it's like a clear, like gay joke. I don't have you, I don't, have you ever seen that? I haven't, kind of, seen, I haven't so, seen anything. So at the end of the movie, uh, Jack Lemon gets stuck with this guy who's just like been in love with her, him, her the whole time. But the guy thinks he's a woman. And then he goes, I'm a man. There's, there's a reason we can't get married. I'm a man. And he says, nobody's perfect. 
<laughs> he's and, still into it. Yeah, and they, and they boat funny. they boat into the sunset, cut to flash, oh, they show get the credits. Together. Yeah, nice. I don't know if they do, but you know, it's just like that's, yeah, that's, a, <laughs> that's the end. Nobody's of the, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's the end of the movie. It's so good. Yeah. Like uh, I would hundred percent recommend that movie. But uh, but yeah, so there there was none of that. None of that was like implanted back then. None of that was like assumed that like oh there'll be men dressing up like women. So I mean maybe in like small circles that had seen the movie, but even at that point. Uh, that was kind of the end of the Hayes Code era when they had code on film, like codes on film, so you could only release certain film. It was a, basically a censorship board, the way the MPAA is. Okay. And uh, so that was the last film that was like, well, we don't give a shit about the Hayes Code. And then it was a big success. And so it kind of showed the irrelevance of the Hayes Code by that point. But, the uh, Hayes Code was just like a moral standard for what you could portray in movies. Yeah, it's why when people think of old movies, they think about how square and weak, you know, whack they are. But like, there are a lot of good old movies out there that do talk about sex and do talk about drugs and do talk about you know all the things in society that they were trying to yeah. uh, try. This weird puritanical cult, uh, you know, United States culture was trying to always hide and keep away, and you know. Whereas, like, they loved minstrel shows, too. I don't know. That's kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm always, like, that dichotomy of, like, we don't like sex, but, man, pure racism and nowadays violence, you know? Like, don't show gay sex, but violence? Oh, oh my God. Bullets? Guns? It's for like gays? their thing now with, uh, you know, a, a woman in a dress or, a, you know, a man in a dress interacting with a child is, quote, unquote, grooming. That's their, their new big thing. But, you know... Uh, fucking pageants and shit that's fine oh my god so it's fine to sexualize kids as long as it's the right kind of sexualization (laughs) right those pageants fucking creepy shit (laughs) i love that creepy as fuck have you ever seen dude okay it's always sunny in philadelphia episode Uh, yes i have frank buys a children's pageant And he's like, we got to write a song about not doodling kids. I'm not doodling your kids. Oh, uh, it's so awkward. <laughs> it's so, so prescient to, to, to now because that came out like I don't know, five or six years, years ago. Like 10 years 10 ago. 10 years ago. So I went to see Cottonmouth Kings at 420 in California, right? And I took the train out there. Yeah. And I got off the train and I got on the bus and I got on the bus going the wrong way. Okay. So I went away from the hotel where I was trying to go to meet up with my friends yeah and i ended up at the end of the line of this bus line at a mall at like 7 a.m <laughs> and uh oh, no. so i had to get off the bus and now i'm at the mall and can't get a hold of my friends anyway i ended up walking around this mall with all my luggage for a couple hours just <laughs> to kill time while i was there there was a child pageant happening and I felt like a sex criminal witnessing it. Like just being in the vicinity with all your bags. Yeah, all this baggage and grimy you know, artist musician. And I had been on a train all night. You know, I just like I just felt like a degenerate just witnessing this weird child sex show. Like pageantry, creepy as fuck, man. Anyway. Oh my god. <laughs> Did you have to register with somebody that day? Um, so one movie that kind of um, so there's been a couple of bad 
I don't want to say like bad faith movies, but movies that weren't great. Uh, Dress to Kill is an example of sociopathic trans killer. Michael Caine plays a psychiatrist so conflicted that he dresses a woman and kills any woman he finds sexually attractive. And uh, that was a big English movie, which I, I find it hard that J.K. Rowling hasn't seen that movie or doesn't know it in any way and hasn't referenced it for any characters for any of her books, you know, that she's ever written any stories. Um, I say that like I don't know, but I, I did hear about that, but I don't have all the details to give you. But So it's like while these uh, uh, there are murderers who have whatever sexual compulsions, um, culture I mean, has made it seem as though these things are intimately associated in a way that isn't the case. Yeah. 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 Like Ed Gain. Uh, Causally associated. Ed, Ed Gain for all intensive, <laughs> intense and purposes, intensive purposes, intense and purposes, <laughs> intense and purposes was very heterosexual, very straight. Yeah. And, uh, he's and, the ultimate hetero rage killer. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he hated, you know, he was just as misogynistic as anybody and hated women. And I don't think was necessarily trying to be, I mean, he grew up in this family that was like, so, um, cult like that. He never, had interactions with other people he was not in any way normalized to any culture um and and who knows what kind of abuse he's undergone that i don't you know i've never heard of or been aware of but made aware of i don't know that much about that guy strangely think i would (laughs) (laughs) um but i think maybe to some degree he's unknowable because what can we know from him but what he tells us you know Cause there's not like, uh, I don't know what kind of witnesses there would be at this point, you know, or at, at the point when he was caught, you know, outside of maybe siblings and stuff like that. But his mom, I think his mother was already dead, but his parents were dead. So, you know, uh, a lot of times, um, oddly enough in remote areas, this is a thing that tends to happen in the United States is that kids become like, uh, uh, culturally religiously abused by parents who isolate them from the outside world and inflict psychological damage uh through these ways um which kind of brings us to the ultimate uh and see in in these cases we haven't even like uh this isn't even like transgender necessarily as opposed as opposed to like these are just like transvestites to you know for the most part I mean, I think they said that in Dress to Kill, uh, they consider it transgender, but like uh, Silence of the Lambs, uh, starring Jodie Jody Foster, Anthony Hopkins, this horror film included a character by oh, the name of Buffalo Bill who killed women in order to make I'd himself me. a suit of female skin. It won an Academy Award in five categories um, and was criticized for creating another character in a long line of sociopathic cha- transgender killers. Oh, wait. I'm sorry, but Buffalo Bill rules. I know I, it, maybe it's part of the the cultural <laughs> wave of trans hatred, but but what it what it instills is that again, like I mean, he doesn't rule; he kills people. But <laughs> as a as a as a scary character, yeah, yeah. I just like to say, oh wait, oh wait, wishing a great big fat person, oh wait. <laughs> sorry, I was thinking about the lotion thing the I other just, the other day, and I was just like, man. Yeah. Trying to keep that leather supple, I guess, huh? Puts the lotion on its skin. 
I feel like that's like the hack line to reference, and oh wait is like the like the underground <laughs> line to reference. Wait. Oh wait. I can't see. I can't. I don't have the. I don't, I don't even. I don't know if I'm doing it right anymore. I haven't actually seen the clip in so long that yeah. it's become my own. Oh wait. <laughs> um, that's not to say that there haven't been like positive portrayals. Uh, Glenn or Glenda, uh, which I I'm not sure. I mean, I think this is like the 50s at some point. Directed and starring Ed Wood, featuring uh, Bella Lugosi and Wood's then girlfriend Dolores Fuller. The drama focused on cross-dressing and transgender identity. The film was semi-autobiographical in nature. Uh, Woods was a crossdresser and build a as a plea, and and the film was kind of built as a plea for tolerance. Interesting. Um, so that one is kind of an older one. Tootsie was one that I remember. You know, you talking about the the uh, the kind of friendly everyday, uh, you know, transvestite. And that's one of those was like bosom buddies where it's like by necessity you have to cross dress. <laughs> What's yeah. that movie with uh, James Earl Jones is in it? Uh, soul man, soul man. I have not seen that, but uh, it's, it's rough. A, it, it's about the white kid who yeah, ends up. He, it's it's a very blackface movie. It's, it, it literally is a blackface movie. He does blackface to get a college scholarship. <laughs> I've been wanting to watch that uh, one. Yeah, we uh, should watch it. See how that shit holds up. Because I, I wanted to see. I wanted to do a double feature of that one, and there was like another movie that was like similar. Like that movie was cringe to me in like 1999 before I even knew why it was cringe. Before you were woke. Before I was woke. Before yeah. the woke mafia got you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what was another? Uh, let's see. Uh, in Strange Bedfellows, episode of The Golden Girls, John Shuck play aspiring politician Gil Kessler. Eventually, Gil reveals at a press conference, I'm not who you think I am. In 1968, I had an operation. Until that time, I lived as a part-time stenographer and mild-mannered housewife. Holy shit. Uh, I'm not exactly sure how that portrayal went down, but apparently, I mean, it seems very, like, empathetic and just that, yeah. like, uh, uh, you know, it's always like that. Uh, I think it probably played on that JFK trope of, like, I'm having a, an assorted affair outside of my marriage. <laughs> I have a secret I can't tell you. You know, and they come up with all kinds of ideas, and then it's just like, no, I just, uh, and that one doesn't say if they were intersex or transgender. I don't think, I don't believe necessarily. Um, I haven't seen the episode, but just going by the 1980s and the weird, because there was that weird, so there was that weird religious backlash in the 1980s. The satanic panic. It kind of stemmed from the 19, late 1970s. When, whenever times get economically tough, people tend to, uh, religious fanaticism can kind of take some root ex- expand grow a little bit more yeah back then it was led zeppelin and the beatles and the hobbits and dungeons and dragons were trying to turn your children into devil worshipers <laughs> <Yeah>. um <laughs> and then you know we had misses like uh ace ventura pet detective which was ooh, that one doesn't hold up no, that, that one is that rough does, that does not hold up at all unfortunately yeah like jim carrey's performance outside of that stuff you sure. know classic yeah. classic right, right, right. classic jim carrey but, but like the uh, ideas of uh transphobia therein do not which was which by the way so so einhorn 
is a Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. <laughs> is the name of the female detective who's working on a, on this case of the missing dolphin, and then uh, and then Einhorn is a football player, a male. Finkel. Oh, fam- I mean Finkel, yeah. Uh, and uh, no, I remember this. <laughs> <laughs> so then I didn't the, really like that movie back at the, the time. The real the reveal is uh, basically strips down <laughs> Einhorn and uh, and shows and exposes the balls to everybody and everybody's reaction is to vomit. vomit. And then there's a song playing and the song is referencing a movie called The Crying Game, which was written and directed by Neil Jordan. A film explored the themes of race, gender, nationality, and sexuality against the backdrop of of uh, the Irish Troubles. Um, uh, Dill played Jay Davidson, who was a transgender person, and uh, in that movie. When was that? This was I. I think it was 1989. It might have been 1990, okay. but uh, it was a film that uh, gave the vomiting scene. You know, like so. You know, he, he finds out that this person that he's into is is was a man, or you know. Uh, still has male genitalia and then ends up vomiting in a toilet and that just spawned like this endless vomit take of you know finding out i made out with a man that happened in the crying game so that's what they're referencing in ace ventura yeah and dude where's my car and family guy and you know the list goes on so we have a lot of portrayals of of you know, non-gender conforming people as kind of... It's always a joke, pretty much. It's a joke or they're dangerous psychopaths that are going right, right. kill to <laughs> kill you and wear the skin of your wives and daughters. and. Except maybe in that one Golden Girls episode, maybe, which we haven't seen. <laughs> I mean, there's quite a few, like, other things. These are just ones that I've kind of, like, pulled out of, you yeah. know, the... the uh, Just pulled out of... Um, out of my pocket they do one on the list they have one of my favorites which i think like uh i don't want to call anybody's parents out but even my dad even my dad would probably say like wait a minute wait a minute so like if like a guy can become a girl and a girl can become a guy then wouldn't they be attracted to each other because then they're just like you know maybe depending <laughs> on who they are yeah so depends on the person in the in the movie uh, i think it was 1990 1999 uh trimark pictures uh better than chocolate which i just it's it's a uh uh very L- lgbtq movie uh based in i want to say it's based in like vancouver uh somewhere in canada and, yeah, uh, I remember uh, my a friend of mine in high school talking about this movie. Oh, really? I didn't give a shit at all. Yeah, I, I, uh, obviously when it came out, I was pretty young, so I was like, "Hey, girl and girl, let's watch it." You know, yeah. very, very, uh, such a heteronormative thing to do. Uh, but you can't help it; makes your wiener go boing. I, I mean. actually, <laughs> I actually love so much about it, or I loved so much about it because it really, it was a movie that was beyond just like a. Uh, it it kind of has this, you know, uh, girl from the country in the big city where she's like finding herself and like becoming who she needs to be. But like my favorite characters, hands down were uh both of the kind of non-binary characters there was one who was a um a a transgender woman but like very clearly you could still see you know so many of the very uh, masculine features about who they 
you know, who they who they were bo- born as and lived as for a long time. And uh, this person, I think, who owned the bookstore, and she was this very uptight, uh, non-conforming, you know, kind of like somehow an even less feminine Daphne or uh, Velma, Daph- Velma uh, from Scooby Doo kind of type, and. They just have this like tension. Daphne is the hot one. Yeah, she's Velma's the, the actually hot one. <laughs> she's the femme, and, <laughs> and, and Velma's the non, the envy. Um, and so Velma's the hot one. <laughs> hands down, yeah. <laughs> Who said otherwise? I mean, you just have Daphne there for you know. Whatever. Daphne, I mean, no shade to Daphne. No, she's no. she's fine yeah. too, but not as fine as Velma. <laughs> but. uh uh, so they have some kind of tension where they don't really like seem to get along to some degree. And, uh, you know, the, the, the Velma type has definitely dated women in the past and, uh, it's never talked about what our, what our, our, our trans, uh, woman, uh, is into necessarily, but they ended up, end up like hooking up and getting together. And it's like, it's almost like a little too on the nose. Nowadays it's too on the nose. Back then it was kind of like, this is fucking adorable. Like who would be angry? Why would you be angry about this? Especially because in the movie there is like a hate crime that happens. I mean, not like to, well, I guess to some people, yes, but like to the bookstore they're they're offended by these books or trying to ban them, trying to get them censored, you know, and uh, it kind of centers around that in the story. But I, yeah, I like, even though, at the time I was like, I like my women in a box, <laughs> you know, very small idea of what I, you know, I think I should be attracted to. Um, even though like, let's be honest, I was always a slut, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, to be able to see that in a story in a movie was like something that I really enjoyed and I found like very moving. And so when I've watched that movie again, yeah, it's got like tons of weak spots all over the place as far as like storytelling, writing and things like that. But that little bit of storyline is like one of my favorite things, especially because uh, they do show the ways in which our trans uh, woman character is not like outwardly victimized, but just those little as, as the black community would say, microaggressions, you know, of, of being someone who's different. Talking about um, uh, common perception, cultural uh, perception of uh, trans folks, I, I won't say specifically. Someone I'm related to uh, told me the story of meeting uh, a trans person and was like a super derogatory telling while simultaneously seeming to want credit for having made this friend like it's like oh i have a trans friend now i can't be a bigot but while saying stuff like you could tell when he shook my hand he was a man (laughs) like and then saying stuff like uh he or she oh am i canceled now guess i'm canceled like just playing it up for yeah you know all the fucking tucker talking points and then also wanting credit for anyway that the for not hate criming <laughs> the 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 comment though when i shook his hand i could tell he was a man it betrays their whole thing where a woman is only valid as a woman if they are fuckable that is the right. whole thing yeah if i can own her 
and make her my fuck doll, <laughs> she can be a woman. Right. Other than that, it's scary and evil. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, you're just grandma or some D word that hates men, you know? <laughs> right. Uh, and, and, uh, and I think that's like, what's, that's what the weird thing is that we're dealing with right now is we've kind of brought up the groomer comments where even to the point where North Carolina had two, not one, but two electrical station out, uh, uh, knockouts in Moore County. Do we know that that's related yet? Because as far as I've heard, they haven't figured it out. No, they haven't figured it out. There was, uh, the Chuds made comments when it happened that it was because of that, but we don't know that Chuds did it because of the drag show. But what we do know is that it was such a coordinated attack that they were able to not only take, knock out the power from one of the stations, they knew enough to take another station out so that they couldn't reroute so that the attack was coordinated well enough that they could ensure that there was no way to, you know, and, and, and this is seems like it probably was related to the drag show. It was someone taking the power out on purpose for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Just happened to be that there was a show going on that there have been protests at across the country of different places, probably assaults, that we haven't heard about because you know who can keep up with like all the news in a day i just i cannot keep up with everything yeah that's real hard um and all that to say that in 2020 there were 44 murders um of primarily trans women and in 2021 57 the murder rate is often eight times that of uh of uh just cisgender people um, it's that Ace Ventura anger, you know. It's I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, eight times in prison is the 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 rate of assault, and uh, and um, and they're often often with guns uh, on the outside. The 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 murders, and the majority of them are either Latinx or black, and uh, and that's not even to talk about turfs. <laughs> <laughs> which, which one of our, which one of our favorite turfs had uh, Elon Musk up on stage and then had to go protect him. I think got the, booed. I think the turf <laughs> thing is a hilarious term because those people aren't radical feminists. That's supposed to stand for trans exclusive radical feminist. Yeah. But those people aren't, they're never radical feminist, right? Ever. Well, so, uh, or maybe I, I shouldn't say ever. I, maybe well, that's where the term originated. But well, I have a very, very lesbian friend who told me that she spent time on a, at a turf camp, basically. Right. And uh, and and so not only was it, um, are you woman born? Were you woman born? Um, but they were trying to cure her of her. But they also they also did. I don't want to say they hated men necessarily, but the but the the trans hate was definitely n- palatable. Yeah, I shouldn't say it's not a thing. I should say much like woke or incel, it has become a thing that it didn't start as. Yeah, turf now just means you hate trans people. It, the <laughs> radical feminine that part kind of just has fallen away. <laughs> Take it or leave it, <laughs> right? Like, well, they try and use that as if that's like a to soften the blow or to or to. Well, make, it's to I'm righteous to make to, yeah. to make their statement that like, uh, right. no, I have to do this because I'm protecting women. I'm doing the right thing. Yeah, uh, right. because because just the same as a Charlottesville tiki torch 
turd boys screaming that Jews will not replace us, so too will the turfs be out there with their tiki torches saying trans will not replace us. I just, I don't, I don't know how many different ways I can say it. I don't understand the fucking problem. (laughs) How does it affect you (laughs) if someone else has different ideas about gender than you do? What's wild is it it could affect you, though. How? It could. <laughs> how that's, could it that's, that's, that's how they always bring it, though, don't they? They always come with the, but it could. Well, they, they seem could. to think that it's going to change society so radically that there won't be a place anymore the, the, for people that like to fuck people of the opposite sex and be cisgender. Like, well, so that's not going to go away. Don't worry, dude. And, <laughs> like, and what's fun is they never had any problem with trans people until they became accepted by Western and United States culture. They never had any problem with trans people till it became Fox News's fucking culture war du jour. They never fucking thought about it. You know? They were over there there being like, why can't I get my tag girl boys (laughs) go fly and be a, what do they call those? The sex sex tourists? Gross. Everyone's gross. (laughs) Everyone's disgusting. A bunch of disgusting, filthy animals, and Merry Christmas to you. Um, yeah, I mean that's uh, this is just this is just once again one of those issues that's brought up to one externalize evil onto people that uh, makes it simple for you to blame them for the problems in your life, so that you don't have to not only take responsibility for where you're at but really point the finger at the motherfuckers that have put us in this situation, which is capitalist, of course. And, uh, and if only we could drag one out into the street and beat him to death to send a message to the others. Uh, you know, what got the tweet that got me banned from Twitter. You can say it here, man. I'm not going to ban you. What will get me banned from (laughs) Facebook? I wonder. I don't know. It's worth a shot. The day, the day cometh. I banned myself from all that shit. I'm I'm working on getting banned on Twitter. It's just I'm still on there. I just don't it's been use a, it. It's been a major chug fest, trying to suck up to rich boys and fascists all the time. My my timeline just went to like fucking dog shit. Like all it is is like is like elongated thirst. Well, he's fucking banning all the anarchist accounts today and all the journalists who are covering him. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get banned. I'm working on it. Basically, um, I'm not having any problems with it. I'm, I'm working on getting banned again. <laughs> yeah. So we were talking about he went up for some reason. Dave Chappelle thought it would be a good idea to bring him up with no plan as to what anyone was gonna say. So fucking awkward. Did you see the video? I haven't seen it the video. Rough. I'm just, I'm so, like, I'm just fuck, fucking sick of Dave Chappelle. Fucking rich uh, asshole. I know. So I found out his mom was in the CIA. And helped facilitate a coup. I can't remember what country it is. I don't know. It's probably I don't know enough. Probably to speak one of those on Latin it, American countries. No, it was in Africa. Oh, I want to say Congo, but oh, I don't geez. know the history. I don't know. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking. I'm sure we helped destabilize the Congo. But it's interesting knowing that his mom was CIA and that he went to uh, one of the most prestigious private schools in Washington D.C. <laughs> uh, not that you know, I I can't rag on someone for going to a fancy school. I went to a fancy school, but I can say that the vast majority of the people that I went to that fancy school with are now rich, rich assholes. So take that as you will. Yeah. <laughs> Do with that what you will. Um, 
I might be an asshole, but I'm a poor asshole. I don't know if that what that means. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why he wants to stick up for his rich buddies. I mean, that was the whole thing with out of touch being man. a turf and and sticking up for jk rowling and now the second richest man on earth he's up there saying the richest man on earth because you know that's how quickly things change that's how much money you can lose when you talk some shit about buying something and then end up having to do having it. to do it and then trying to tank the whole thing and it's i heard they're selling vanity, furniture to try to make rent <laughs> vanity project man it's pathetic it's so uh, disgusting i feel bad for twitter because like i kind of even though it was always like the, I don't know, idiot cousin of social media, it was, it, what was great about it was how quickly something could be there. Like, yes, you could maybe run into misinformation or the miscommunication uh, of somebody dying, mm-hmm. but overall news, uh, the, the ability to coordinate you know, when riots were happening during the summer of 2020, I mean, yeah. the the ability to like catch live footage, to be able to see what somebody had just shot, you know, things like yeah. report things being reported, you know, uh, tweet by tweet, like that was incredible. <laughs> that was amazing to be able to have your phone and be minute by minute n- knowing what's happening in a place, you know. And uh, and that's gonna be lost now. It's gonna be lost, unfortunately, until the next yeah. thing that comes around. And it's always changing. Yeah, it is always changing. And I'm scared of that change. So anything that's different and scares me, I'm calling it woke <laughs> from here on out. And uh, I don't want to be a dumb asshole about it. Yeah, it's, Im- it's important to be a dumb asshole to assert your uh, dominance. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, uh, trans people are people. They're humans. Uh, they are as perfect and flawed as the rest of us. And, uh, and there's no reason to be cruel to somebody just because it freaks you out or you're scared or you don't understand it. Um, I mean, and, and not to say that you're bad or evil for being scared or not understanding. Yeah, well, like uh, we've been saying, that's what the culture has done to your brain. Right. Um, right. I, I, th- but, I, but that's your problem to figure out, not the person who you're afraid of's problem. I mean, like, I don't want to. I don't want to put anybody on blast here. But like, let's say for example, um, you enjoy a, a different body type than the one that's been portrayed in mass media. In I the can US. identify with this. Yeah. You know? <laughs> sure. Okay. There we go. And uh, and so like now the ability to see women of different body shapes and types in media, uh, where they can actually be portrayed as like attractive. Uh, personally has been blowing my mind. Uh, I feel yeah. like, I feel like I mines s- and loads have been blown. <laughs> I, just, I feel like I, uh, maybe sold myself short sometimes when I should have just been like, yeah, just go for it, bro. What, what are you worried about? Like I, but because it doesn't give Jordan Peterson a boner, it's somehow the evil leftist woke agenda <laughs> warping your mind into making you think what's not attractive is. It's like, no, dude, it's legit giving me a boner. Like, sorry, it isn't for you, but you can just look on the next page of the misogyny magazine of women in bikinis and you might get a boner from that one. So I think we're fine. Just He just wants a Virgin Mary, you know, 
like a like a a skinny virgin mary that's all he's looking for the whole time it's it's creepy what they're i mean so i guess that's their philosophy right you can break it down so there's only so many pages in the the swimsuit issue right right right. so every chick that doesn't give him jordan peterson a boner yeah he's in boner inducing um every chick that isn't able to be featured because a fat chick was right (laughs) is 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 the hot people that he is thinks he's a part of being replaced right yes, and yes. that's their whole thing oh, yeah. that if we let the the jews be people we let the trans be people we let black people be people we're going to get replaced yeah and because there's only so much room for for existing which, i don't which this sounds is where like, it which, loses me i don't well, know it sounds like mediocre white man uh, anxiety well, <laughs> they'll know they'll know that i'm fucking mediocre right that i'm nothing and, special and, right and again it betrays that the the knowledge of i have privilege yeah. and if i actually have to exist on my merit i might lose that privilege yeah that's what the fear is so there we go. That's our that's our take on transphobia. Um, yeah, not, just uh, don't be an asshole. Yeah, don't be a dick. Don't worry about it. You know? Yeah, just just enjoy the company of good people, and uh, at the end of the day, your reward will be uh, happiness, uh, social ties, uh, being part of a community. You and know? if what someone else does or is makes you feel icky, that's on you. That's on you. Figure your shit out. Deal with it. Well, you uh, you got any wrecks? Do I got any wrecks? Well, wrecks. Uh, I I guess I mentioned his dark materials last week. Didn't yeah, I? yeah, yeah. Uh, it's gotten it. It just keeps getting fucking better. Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, in fact, this week felt just like my heart was ripped out <laughs> oh, no. so uh but uh i guess the wreck i would make is if you can either like if you don't want to spoil it for yourself this is an upcoming upcoming recommendation which i think is kind of maybe a little dangerous but also you don't know yet because i don't know yet but having played the game the last of us hmm. uh i would recommend if you play games to definitely play that one uh, especially before the show comes out because I, it's the it's one of those that's like I would almost consider a perfect story. This is a PlayStation only or is it on uh, Xbox? I'm not sure. It's Naughty Dog. So if you've ever played any Naughty Dog like Uncharted or anything like I that. I think those are PlayStation only. Okay, so they might be PlayStation exclusives. Yeah, I don't think Last of Us is on uh, Xbox. It's too bad. But, uh, but failing that, if you want to watch some, there's a lot of long play uh, you know, uh, games that you can watch and check out. You can watch Rob play it on it, Twitch. Did it, you start it yet? I did. I started it this Wednesday. I had the craziest technical issues. My your sound still fucked up. No, well, that was uh, that kind of happened, and I had to fix that. But like, my player literally walked off the map in like some crazy glitch. Oh, so, the game glitch. Yeah, so you Weird. can you can watch it right now. Cool. On my I'm Twitch. gonna I'm check that video. Out. <laughs> it was pretty. It was pretty wild. At first, it got hung up, and then when I got it reloaded, it did a weird glitch out like where nothing behaved correctly weird it's so bizarre and uh i'm glad i got it on 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 video but uh but they're making a show but hbo uh, has yeah. a show coming out on uh, june 5th june 7th somewhere around there or i mean sorry january 
Uh, so it's coming out in a month, cause, so that's why I wanted to kind of stream it and play through the game once. To uh, I, I have it really well memorized. I've only beat it one time, but like that story really stuck in my head because there's there's uh, moments in it, you know, uh, it's very, it's post-apocalyptic, but like, you know how there were, you know how Negan was in the comic, how fucking scary that dude was. In The Walking Dead. In The Walking Dead yeah. comic. Uh, there is not necessarily maybe like a Negan style character, but there's a character with that kind of uh, terrifying intensity uh, within the within the story. And, uh, and and that one's a hard that one's hard to forget. <laughs> Have you played the second one? Uh, I haven't Last played I haven't played the second one unfortunately. I yet. believe the gamer bros are mad about that one because she's a lesbian. Oh, is that correct? No. Yeah. Because she's too correct. young in the first one, they don't really go there, as I understand it. But then the second one, she's older, and she's str- begun to bloom as a young lady, she's and she likes bloom. girls. And the gamer bros were upset. <laughs> this woke agenda in our video games first we lost chicks are supposed to be fuckable in video first games. we lost elliot page and now <laughs> we lost uh, ellie in the last of us i have a wreck um inside job on netflix i don't know if i brought this up before i don't think i did um it's about a woman who works at the secret company that like oversees all the conspiracies like all the they work with the Illuminati and shit. Inside Out? No, wait. Inside Job. Inside Job, yeah, that's right. Um, we have talked about this, yeah. Because uh, I was saying I had watched it as well. Yeah, it's got uh, Lizzie Kaplan. That's right. She plays the main character. And then it has uh, Christian Slater plays her dad. Adam Scott is in it. Uh, John DiMaggio from Walking Dead is in it. Bobby Lee. Um, yeah, it's good. If I recommended it before, I recommend it again. I also recommend uh, Chained Echoes is an RPG. It's on Game Pass on uh, Xbox, and it's a good like old school style uh, SNES type RPG, but Ooh. it's it's new. And I was exploring uh, this village, and I walked out onto a roof, and there was a guy peeing off the roof, and I walked up to him, and he said, "I'm taking a piss here." <laughs> and he, and, and your uh, mind was blown. You were like, just what? a random thing in this video game. No so, way. It's good times. I recommend Chained Echoes. Chained uh, Echoes. Yeah. Awesome. I feel like I had one more, but I, I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank here. So let's, let's. Yeah. Let's oh, I recommend the here. new Crosses album, the uh, Chino Moreno from the Deftone side project. Yeah. Um, it's like if Knive were better, with Chino as the singer. That's what it sounds like to me so Hell i like yeah. it obviously yeah let's get the fuck up out of here huh? yeah let's get out of here uh we gotta what do we do at the end we say like our social media and shit well you can check out this uh podcast every week on anchor.fm slash the problem with everything you can look us up on the problem with everything podcast we have a youtube channel with a uh, archive of older episodes and uh, also we're on the instagram with the kids tpwe.pod yeah, you can also email us tpwe.pod at gmail.com. Um, I'm Loki Sapfoot. You can find me on the internet. Um, go to my link tree, linktr.ee slash sapfoot. And I'm ho- I've been Holiday Rob. You can check me out at Holiday Rob on TikTok, Patreon, and also twitch.tv slash Holiday Rob, where I do a 
stream every week. I did my more than every week well, recently. I did my twenty-five day. So they have a, a goal. It's like twenty-five days in within thirty days. And uh, I thought I had hit it, and then it dropped me back a day, and I was like, "Damn it, man! I'm so close!" And so, what do you get? I Just pride. Uh, you get pride and joy. I'd imagine you probably get like that. That one. That ep- that, that was the actual uh, Nazi showed up uh, mm-hmm. on my stream, but like, um, I had like a lot more viewers than I usually get just randomly on that, on that day. So I don't know if so my you, stuff was, if they had thrown my stuff to the top make of you the, more visible. Yeah. Make yeah. you more visible. Maybe uh, my last stream did not get very many views. Yeah. I went on Rob's stream. Was that last night? Uh, two nights ago, two nights, whatever. Ago, Recently I went, I said, Oh, Rob's online. I'm about to go to bed, but let me pop on and say what's up real quick. I get on there and some rando gets on around the same time and starts talking all this shit about yay 24 and <laughs> actually the Jews blah 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 Nick Fuentes I was like you fucking that shit was hilarious you can still watch that video I, I've just I'm trying to I have a version uh, that I cut up and did my responses to them did because, you did you block him oh yeah yeah they're, they're all yeah. blocked I blocked uh, and then left because I was like man I was just gonna jump on say what's hello. up and then go to bed He's and not- now I feel like I'm part of a battle like I can't leave <laughs> I gotta fight this Nazi like Nazis ruin everything Nazis it's always yeah. gotta be Nazis uh, yeah I, I don't know I'd, I'd, I'd I probably would have just like kept arguing if I if I was in the mood for it, but I, I was just kind of like, what is this fucking asshole just derailing everything? Um, and so you can watch me lob abuses at them because that's my that's my what uh, the policy is now for for right winger. You know, it's always they always come in there with that like uh, g shucks. Like uh, I'm just asking questions. Just I'm just saying like. Why are you getting Do so mad? Do the research, bro. Why are you getting so mad? Do bro? your own research. You know, I, I love everybody, and uh, they're just full of shit. They're they're the actual groomers, actually, out on a uh, game where kids might be watching and uh, saying this shit, so that way they can infiltrate. You know, and that was funny. Like the second thing I said was the exactly what they were doing. I was like, I guess if you say it a lot enough, you know, name recognition kicks in, right. and they just. You know, people are fucking stupid like that. And, uh, well, I, it makes sense that they go and look for streamers that only have one, two, three viewers. Cause if they jump on there, right. And they say that shit and then the person agrees with them, they just doubled their viewership. Oh yeah. Right. Like, oh yeah. So if you can get someone on board with being a Nazi without letting them know that they've just been on board with being a Nazi, you know what I mean? Like, and th- and that's what this guy was doing. He was like throwing yeah. everything that was like trying to stick and see what would stick. And like, right. when it just came to like absolute, we nonsense, were not nonsense, <laughs> disinformation. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go ahead and block you at this point. Yeah. Like, if you wanted to, if you you know, I I understand that I'm like savaging you over your stupid things about who should be president and why and stuff like that because I don't think they were expecting that. I think they were just expecting like, you know, either a metered response like, oh yeah, I guess so, man. Like it's kind of cool. I don't really pay attention, but or like, right. or like just rage, you know, getting all enraged instead of just being like, what kind of stupid fuck wants a famous person as a president? You're stupid. That's I got all thing. enraged. <laughs> you, I typed yeah, you were, Nazi punk, fuck off, <laughs> fuck you, Nazi. Whatever I said, I don't know. You were yeah, you were the one who was like all enraged, and I was just sitting there kind of like ju- like I was just clowning on. I him just don't like, have patience since the three eleven thing. I just 
don't have patience for chuds. Fuck you. Like, I don't. I do not but, entertain But, it. like, everything I was saying was super insulting. They kept, like, throwing that yay stuff around. I was like, dude, if you're going to chug chug wiener like that, you should get paid. Like, you should get paid. Don't shortchange yourself. Use your gifts for enriching your life. What is this? What does this give you? Nothing. Right. Yeah, because they think a streamer without any viewers is more likely to agree just so that they can keep a viewer. Yeah, That's keep a I, viewer. All right. Well, uh, Go watch Rob's Twitch unless you're a fucking Nazi chud. No, if you're a Nazi chud, go watch it too. Yeah, but just also go fuck yourself. (laughs) Um, And don't try and dox me. All right. Well, uh, (laughs) (laughs) seems like a challenge. I don't know if you should. uh, (laughs) What are we going to play to to play us out? Uh, Uh, I would like to play this week, if I may. Please um, do. Our cover of The Lion's uh, Knife featuring Rob. Uh, if you don't know, the lions was a bat wings for lab Rats song. Uh, I covered it with my new project knife with me and my friend Michelle. And we had Rob sing on it. And, uh, it That's was, me. it was Monique's favorite song. She'd always make me sing it. Um, she died last year, two years ago, last year. I don't know. I'm bad with time. Almost two years ago now, I think. Um, And anyway, her birthday is this week. Uh, So we're going to play this song for Monique's birthday. And that'll be what we play to play us out. Create the dream, unite the team, we'll deviate right.
weekly, nightly, daily. Keep fighting, clawing, biting, flap your wings. We sing this song till everyone's free. Breathe and smile, smile and breathe.